sports ethos world, formerly football world. Today, Jared and Jared Supermax, a salary cap fantasy basketball podcast, is bringing you a sort of potpourri episode in which we don't even really know what we're going to talk about. I have some interesting factoids that uh, I found, some some fun facts. And uh, we're going to talk uh, my race for a championship in ESPN standard scoring. That's not a salary, salary league cap, but I did roster a lot of people who are younger, salary-rich, you know, values. Uh, so it sort of feels like a younger salary cap-ish league. I think I'm under the cap probably. And uh, we're going to talk about Jared Ross King's race to an actual salary cap championship, as long as a game of total and some other fun stuff. Uh, how you doing out there, Mr. King? Hey, I'm doing good, buddy. How, how are you doing? Eh. Eh. All right. That's the sound. Hey, how's your, how's your, uh, I know the answer, but this is for the listeners. How's your bracket doing? Better than my dad's. Uh, cause we compete every year. And, uh, I think in the pool that you made that I joined, I am in the middle and my yep. winner is Gonzaga's and so is yours. So I'm still yep. in it to move up. Some people's final choice was like Kentucky or whatever, and they're we not going to be moving up as much. Yeah. We got one guy who picked Tennessee and he just texted me, damn it yesterday. That's not actually what he actually texted me, but I don't know if I can say it on the podcast, uh, but he was very pissed off because Tennessee got knocked out yesterday. Um, damn it. Darn it. Yeah. That's what he said. Mine's going pretty well. I still have, uh, all four of my final four and seven of my elite eight. Cause Kentucky, what, what the hell? Like, you know, who's no, that coming? Kentucky losing that early. Although maybe we should have figured that out. Um, somebody, somebody had to lose. And I don't think anybody thought it was going to be Kentucky though. I did predict Michigan versus uh, beating Tennessee and going up against hmm. Villanova. So like that part is like pretty pristine. Um, and I think I had Purdue. So like, they're still a possible final four candidate. I'll tell you what though. Roger Sherman of the ringer every year does three wild upset picks and he either gets one or two every single year. And he's got the video evidence to prove it. And this year he predicted St. Petersburg. So if you're feeling this, frisky, this is, this is, this is how crazy that is, is it's not even called St. Petersburg, but you're oh. the fourth person I've heard referred to it as St. Petersburg. That's how little we know about this school and, and what, didn't even know it existed. St. Peter's. Uh, that's oh, the that's the entire near name. Tampa? No, they're not near Tampa. At <laughs> oh, all. where are they? But I think that I think they're like I want to say uh, New York. We're gonna do a quick, quick uh, Google search here just to double check. This that is incredible sure. that we all like Loyola Chicago when they were like a a, a wild upset. Like the name of where they are is right there. Like you uh, there don't have is. to. They're they're in Jersey City. Oh God, Jersey City. Ugh. So yeah, I mean that's the thing with that team is that everybody knew nothing about them uh and i've heard it called saint petersburg by four different people now because they just think that's what it's called because it didn't exist to them until a couple days ago that's very funny um oh lordy lordy lord so i'm looking at our league it's our cap league which is hopefully the league you're playing in if you're listening to this uh, otherwise, it's a lot of numbers and money and salaries and just other weird nonsense. But hey, maybe like listening, maybe they like listen to us talk. Maybe they're not in a salary cap league, but they're thinking about it for next season. And they're like, hey, two Jareds yeah. talking. That's got to yeah. be fun. Yeah, there you go. Um, so right now, 
previous guest and future guest, Professor John, uh, in our league. Uh, he's number one. Mm-hmm. And he has played a total of 857 games. And you have played 833. Have you done the numbers to find out? Is he going to run out early? Like, do you have the games played advantage on him? Well, well I've noticed. Season? I've noticed a lot of days he only plays like two or three players, so that affects that overall games total. Um, I think we're both going to hit it before the season ends because what I've been doing is I have five core guys um, that I that I've kept on my team the entire season. Those are uh, in no particular order. Miles Bridges, LaMelo Ball, Jason Tatum, DeAndre Ayton, and John Morant. Everybody else on my roster has changed around. And so I'm moving about 60 to 65 million a day. Uh, that if, if this wasn't a salary cap league and then a financial. Uh, You're a money launderer. Uh, yeah, no, that, that's 100% money laundering if this wasn't a salary cap league podcast. Um, but I, I'm like moving a couple of max guys around the day trying to figure out guys who are playing so that I can get those games played uh, by the end of the season. Um, it's just a little annoying because I'm right on his heels right now. And all of the guys I have today, we're recording this on Sunday, the 20th. All the guys I have playing today are just like, yeah, we'll just take it easy. And all the guys he has playing are like, this is my career game. Let's go. Um, so it's, it's kind of hurting me right now, but uh I think we'll both get to that total by the end of the season. Do you think that you will still win? I certainly hope so. Um, I certainly hope so. I've gotten as close as uh, just to give the listeners an idea or we're, we're playing for those who might be like, this is the first episode I've ever heard. Uh, it's total points for, for the league, kind of a premier league type thing. Um, there's no head to head really uh, throughout the season. And there have been points in the last week where I've gotten within 30 points of John. And just because of the day he's having, I'm now down 140 to him for the entire season. So there's still three weeks left. There's still plenty of time for me to make that up. I mean, I made up, what, 700 points in one week. Um, so there's plenty of time for that. But there's not a ton of time left. So do you think it's going to – start coming down to quality of your pickups instead of like quantity. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm starting to look is, you know, I I'm looking at recent games and how players are trending. Um, so for instance, today I played Alexi Pokushevsky over uh, O'Shea Brissett, which turned out to be the wrong move because O'Shea in our league had, I believe 34 fantasy points and uh, Poku had 11. So trying to find that quality over quantity, not trying to just play a guy like because he's going to play. Um, Cause it is getting kind of down to the wire. You want to get as many points out of these guys as you can, but it definitely is getting to a quality over quantity uh, point of the season. It's interesting because since I'm in a, a head to head league, it's, it's my other league, my side league where I kind of picked up all these salary cap dudes who I, I wanted and I couldn't get an hour league and I could, I just wanted to like for the podcast, be able to like talk about them and kind of like, you know, have some firsthand experience. So I'm talking about players like Anthony Edwards, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Kevin Porter, Jr. Cole, Anthony, um, Jokic. But I mean, that's, that's, you know, he's, he's still legit. Like you take him in any league. doesn't matter what the rule set is. Uh, Keldon Johnson, Tyrese Halliburton and Shea Gilgis Alexander. So a really young team. And I'm cleaning up because those guys have been relatively healthy the whole year. Yeah. Um, 
I'll tell you one thing. Looking at ESPN standard scoring, a lot of the declarations that I make about like this guy scored more in terms of raw fantasy points than this guy. I think I did uh, uh, Julius Randle. Since we count stats in certain ways and ESPN standard does it like completely ridiculously where it's like four points for a steal and block and like, you know, two for an assist and all this other weird stuff. So those statements I make can sometimes not be true with a certain amount of like margin of error. Mm -hmm. So like I'm looking at ESPN standard, right? Julius Randle has not scored more season long than Sabonis, Morant, Vucevic, Booker, Harden, or Chris Paul. But you know who scored more than all those guys? Is Tyrese Halliburton. Okay. I mean, yeah, from the ESPN standard scoring uh, way of doing it, that makes a lot of sense. He's averaging per game less than all those guys I've just mentioned, but he's just played more games and scored more points. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about total points differently this year because we're doing it in a total point scored way. Whereas literally the last 10 plus years, I've always been thinking about it as average. It's like, what is your average game? Like how much are you putting up per average? And it doesn't take into account like missed time. Right. So it's always fascinating to me, like how I value players and like what you're looking at based on what kind of league we're playing in. Like Terry Rozier and ESPN standard has scored more than like Drew Holiday, Shea Gilgis, Gobert, Valanciunas, Garland, Anthony Edwards, Jaron Jackson, Kevin Durant, Christian Wood, Darren Fox, Zach Levine, like Chris Middleton. I mean, like, that's insane. Like, you would not think Terry Rozier is, like, better. And he's not per average per game. But for the total, he just, he's just played more than all those other guys. Those guys have had, you know, missed a few games here and there or a lot. And you just don't think about Terry Rozier being, like, more valuable than those people. But, like, if you're in a total points for league, then he is. Yeah, I mean – it makes sense, again, that standard scoring thing, uh, just because you're right. It is kind of a little weird the way everything's done, but obviously you're not going to value Terry Rozier as a better player than basically anybody you just mentioned. Uh, but I think most leagues, how they do it is because it's head-to-head matchups. They become fantasy playoffs, which are the last few weeks of the regular season. And sometimes even with football, they'll like kind of lop off a few days or a week. Um, for like rest purposes or whatever. So then it becomes this weird enigma of what players get good late. They stay Mm -hmm. hot late and are going to get playing time and are not going to be benched randomly. And then it becomes this weird, like, I I feel like I'm liking this total points for the season model better because it makes every game worth it. It, you know, like the beginning and the middle of the year are worth just as much as the end. Um, Someone who got injured at the start and is starting later in the season is more valuable in head to head. Or as in like a, like if you just take the totality of the season and make that all equal weight, then that guy is less valuable. So like, I, I want to hear your thoughts on this because like, I'm definitely getting like, I feel like I'm being shifted away from like a fantasy playoff model. No, I mean, I, I think it's new and, and it's not, uh, it's not a bad thing that, you know, this, this, league has done with the total points for the, the premier league style as we keep referring to it within our, within our group. I think that's fun, but I, the, I don't think the playoff model is bad either. I don't think there's a wrong one out of those two. It just provides different experience. Um, I, I feel like the last 10 plus years, I've always been cheated out of it. Like I always feel like I've been like, ah, oh, the system, like, like something bad happens. And I'm like, I'm blaming 
the league or I'm blaming the fantasy. And this year it's like, I can't blame anyone but me. Like I know what I did wrong. I drafted incorrectly. I screwed up or I didn't pick up the right players. And I feel like in that league, it's always like that guy dropped him to catch up and that guy picked him up and then like, oh, he's going to the next round. So it's like, we had to come up with all these stupid rules on like adding and dropping and fire sales. And like this new format eliminates all of that. Like, I don't know. I, I see, this is the potpourri episode. I, yeah. We're just going on a tangent. We are. I mean, look, I, I totally get it. You know, every game matters with the, with the total points for, but I also think that, you know, in a playoff situation, if, if, you know, let's, I'm just throwing names out there. I'm not, really thinking about the cap when I say these names, let's say you have, you have a Kevin Durant, right. And Kevin Durant's kind of carry your team. And then he gets hurt for a month and a half. And it's not really a guy that you really want to drop, even though in our league, you probably should just because of how much money he makes. Um, I don't think you should be penalized because he got hurt uh, to the point where you can't win the league. But that's a more it's interesting a, conversation to like, hold on to him in a season def- long. No, 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 you, no like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong in that. Oh, he got also, hurt in the last month. Get rid of him. Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like a, a twist of fate like that in, in February shouldn't ruin your entire season. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. There's, there's more pressure late in the season in fantasy in a head-to-head format, whereas a third of the league cares and two-thirds of the league are like, we're not making the playoffs that we are, so this is no longer like worth it for us to try hard and like you're in fantasy head-to-head like you're trying to try hard like it just creates all sorts of weird wacky problems based around the calendar whereas like in this season-long format like those all those pressure points are alleviated like um like we did it where we got to pick your playoff opponent because we always like that like that's gone which also stupidly led to some weird wacky shenanigans where, where someone who thought he was the best picked out the second best and then got beat and then it was like well, now you made the path on the other side of the bracket easier. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that was a fun little twist that was thrown in there, but I'm not sure if it works long-term, but because of weird stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I see the merits in both. I'm enjoying the way we're doing it this year. I, if I suddenly, if we have like 12 teams next year, it's like, hey, let's do the, let's do the playoff thing. I wouldn't hate it. You know, I'm not going to, be like, oh, I'm done with this now because we're in the playoffs. Yeah. I like them. I like them both. They both have their merits. We're definitely going to have to um, to spend a lot of time talking about this on the podcast and having uh, the people in our league participate because I feel like the more people who participate in a league makes it more fun and interesting even when they're not going to win. Like, I feel like there's, like, even in these final few weeks, like, me going from, like, eighth to fifth was like, oh, I wasn't even trying and my team is overachieving. <laughs> And some people who like were trying a lot have like fallen. So like, you're never quite sure what the final standings are going to be. So maybe having like prizes and, and, and more incentive for like one, two, three in this format, as apart from like, Oh, fantasy playoffs, whoever wins, wins. That's it. Give them a, give them a trophy, you know? Right. No, that makes sense. Um, Um, It's definitely, I've been checking like religiously every day. As soon as game starts, as soon as games start the night of, I start figuring out who I'm going to add and drop for the next day. And I start making those moves. Uh, so that and I'm it rewards you for doing that as apart yeah. from the regular season, you can just like take weeks off. Cause you're like, yeah, whatever I'm, I'm getting in, um, yeah. which is stupid. We, we also tried to do this points for equals the playoff seating. And that was at a certain point I was like, well, just let's do points for the, the whole season. Like, like 
because then it's just like again like i don't know I just, the, the the whole end of the season being the most important and everything else not mattering is a problem the nba has i didn't want our fantasy league to have that as well mm-hmm. i mean i get it uh i i've just clicked on a new article that i'm going to read to you oh boy what a potpourri episode this is <laughs> espn plus so if you don't pay for that I'm, I'm breaking embargo. Here are some low roster players worth adding. And in a salary cap league, I bet you all these players are already added. But I mean, obviously, they're just referring to regular old ESPN standard points. Darius Baisley, Jalen Smith of the Pacers, because Miles Turner is sidelined. Yeah. Markel Fultz, your boy. Yep. I've used him a couple of times during this whole rotation of late. Uh, Tyus Jones and someone who I add, had to add to our uh, salary Bible for the Trailblazers, Trenton Watford. I'm not convinced he's real. Wow, no, no love for for Trent. I, I just all I said is I'm not convinced he's real. I've never seen him play. Why do you, why do you hate him? I never said I hate him. I'm just not convinced he's real. I also added a guy named Brandon Williams who plays for the Trailblazers. And um, th- those those two guys make less than $500,000. So I, they Were they league guys to start the season. I don't, I maybe, I honestly know nothing about them other than Anthony Simons has been out for a while. There is no uh, Damian Lillard. There is no CJ McCollum. He's, he's not on the team. Like there's no one on that Portland Trailblazers team. So just like pick up Elijah Hughes, pick up Drew Eubanks, like just pick up anyone on that team who is like playing minutes. Cause like they might just like go off like Justice Winslow or like whoever uh, Josh Hart had some, some big games, just like pick up a ton of those cheap blazers. Cause that's like the new Kings thunder rockets playing guy who you've never heard of before. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, just pick up a ton of cheap blazers. Uh, I feel like if, if Simon is available in your league, he's supposed to come back before the end of the season. So it might be a guy who can help you out. He played great when he was actually playing. Um, yes. So if he's yeah. available, I would go grab We'll him. knock out Trenton Watford and Brandon Williams out of the lineup. Um, another fun fact. Here are some players I'm going to name. I'd Tobias Harris. Tyrese okay. Maxey, Jimmy Butler, CJ McCollum, Jalen Brown, Wendell Carter Jr., Derek White, and Andrew Wiggins, and Harrison Barnes. We'll throw him in. And Brandon Ingram. What do all those people have in common? Oh, and Tyler Hero. The answer is uh, Franz Wagner of the Orlando Magic has scored more points than them in ESPN's yeah. scoring. Yeah. So again, not per, not per average per game, because all those other guys trounce him but he's just played a lot of minutes and he's played a lot of games. He's been healthier and therefore he's technically more valuable in our type of league, um, which is even bam. Wow. Bam's down on this list. Cause he missed a ton of time. Actually. Now I'm thinking about it. Anthony Davis. Yeah. Kellen Johnson missed time. John Collins missing time. DeAndre Ayton, I think missed time. Mitchell Robinson. And it's like a ton of dudes who you would normally have Mm -hmm. earlier rounds. They're just like on this list. It's just really weird to see them just like trounced by Franz Wagner. (laughs) I think that's I, mean, right. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. No, nah, it just it just goes to show that like no matter how many podcasts you listen to or what you think you know or whatever, like who would have guessed that like, oh yeah, I'm on page one. Sadiq Bay, Robert Williams, Jakob Podol, Scotty Barnes, and Jalen Brunson are like even higher on the list of like 
total points scored. Desmond Bain, that's another one. Like, who would have guessed? No one. No one on earth would have guessed. That's fair. That's fair. It's wild. Absolutely wild. Um, I think I'm all out of things to talk about. Is there anything on your mind? I just need my guys to start scoring some points tonight. I've got, I've got three guys who have been heavy hitters for me. I mean, Harden's been super up and down. He'll either have a great fantasy game or it's like, did you, did you even play dude? Um, but Jordan Poole and Jason Tatum have been providing me a lot of good points of late. So I'm hoping that they can uh, do that tonight so I can catch up with John a little bit. That's all I've got. Um, we do need to go. And uh, you have not played the puddle game today. That is correct. All right. So we're going to tag team this thing. Yeah. By the way, you, you cannot drop Jordan Poole. I, I dropped Jordan uh, I Poole. Haven't, in... I haven't dropped. I picked him about, about three weeks ago and he hasn't left my roster. Yeah, I, I picked him up um, a while ago and then, like, dropped him before he got, like, real hot because of the Steph Curry injury, which, like, I mean, hindsight's 2020. Um, but I'm still going to win in that league, so I don't really care. Uh, you picked up Patrick Williams. He's yeah. going to make his return tomorrow. He is. Against the Raptors. Are you expecting anything out of Patrick Williams? Figure might as well give him a flyer, see what happens. Oh, you picked up Poku because he's playing again tomorrow. Yep. Ah, and Isaiah Roby. Oh, you sly devil, you. Okay, yep. I see what you're doing. Uh, boy, why is Cameron Payne out? Non-COVID illness. Yeah, it was, it was a late scratch today Ugh. after game started, so I couldn't pick anybody up to replace him. So that kind That's of sucked. dumb. That's stupid. But it is what it is. You're doing the schedule view. You're like you're hitting schedule and you're seeing like who's got like a two game gap or whatever. And you're like, get off my team. No. So what I mean, it's literally day to day with a lot of these guys. So I'll just go for it. I'll go to players on the ESPN tab and then I'll go up to playing and select the next day. So I'm picking Monday, March 21st right now. And I'm seeing only the guys who have a game on that day. So those are the guys I'm selecting from. And if they have a uh, second game, I'll do quick research, then, you know, that's going to factor in as well. But they have to be playing the next day for me to even consider them. I got to tell you what, though, it's going to be, it's going to be a conversation. You might say no to this, but here, here's what I'm proposing. This is a conversation. The Boston Celtics and your Jason Tatum, they play on March 23rd but then they take off the 24th, 25th, and 26th. Do you drop him? Don't ask me that right now. That, that's because like you get to April and I think it, at that point, it's just like anything goes, but it's only got 10 days. So yeah, you got to At that point, you got to go. Anything goes. But the thing is, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of the Celtics don't have a lot of games during that stretch, but I believe, if I remember correctly, they have like a five-day stretch at the beginning of April where they have four games. So uh, having a guy like Jason Tatum during that stretch is huge. What are the odds that, like, maybe their seating in, in the East is somewhat finalized and they decide to rest guys? Like, are, like, when are you starting to look out for that? Like, are you just, like, you have, like, Google notifications for, like, people's names just to, like, oh, they're resting him or, like, oh, he got – Sick with the non-COVID. I'll have Google. I'll have Google notifications, but I have Twitter notifications for Shams and uh, 
for Woj and for a lot of guys on there okay. so that I can get these notifications as soon as they become available. Cause that's, I mean, Twitter, as you know, is the new late breaking news uh, outlet for anything sports. It you can know. be. Yeah. Well, so we find out at- there. Yeah. We find out there before anybody else, as far as these kind of things go. So I'm looking at your, uh, your team. And for some reason I can only do this on the, uh, on the mobile app, not on the actual website on ESPN, which is very silly. So you have played 73 games out of 82 in your small forward slot. So once you're out of games, you can't slot anyone into that position. And then you have to start using utility and you're close on forward and power forward. So then at a certain point, like, I'm talking April. Like you're just going to have to start dropping forwards and then start picking up more guards. Not necessarily. You can you can put the forwards at utility. There's five yeah, spots but then, on a roster. Yeah, but then like you're going to run into utility faster. Like I'm just saying like you got to like, I don't know if you need to like. I've done, so I did the math. A beautiful right? mind, Google Excel, like. I did the math. And if I average four utility spots a day through the end of the season, I'll hit exactly the, I think it's 410. Um that that allows. So if I average four four a day for the rest of the season, that's what I'll hit. Hmm. Okay. Man, I'm just looking at these numbers, man. I just I still don't know what's going to happen. I feel like you're you've locked up one, two, or three, which which will be a first for you. Um in year two that's a wild jump but uh i don't know man how are you feeling about this i'm, I'm feeling hopeful because when you look at it john still has more uh more games than i do right now so i have games that i get to make up it's kind of like when you look and this is going to premier league when you look at a team that's like six points down the table but they're two games behind they win those two games and they're tied right there with the team in front of them so it's kind of the same situation with this where, yeah, I'm down some points, but I also have a lot of games that I have to play to catch up to what he has played. Pick a number one through 26. So uh, uh, 12. 12. What is the 12th letter in the alphabet? Uh, oh, God, I got to is it l i think it's l l L. yeah um let's go with karis lavert we're playing potal now oh okay well that's a good transition i was like what the hell are you doing dude okay are you gonna bring up your potal and also type in the same names yeah i should give me one second to catch up to you okay so he's he's not on cleveland he's not in the east and he is a guard who his jersey says three on it. Okay, so he's in the West. That we deduce that he's a West guard with a number three, young, and he is number three. Um, ah, man, I can't remember who's number who is number three in the league though. That's who wears number three. Like for some reason, when I think of three, I think of Dwayne Wade, and it's clearly not him. That's it's it's an interesting factoid that i don't think is, is quite helpful i think we need to pick a, no. a younger guard in the west so i'm gonna i'm gonna type in and this is uh, we were talking about the um i've been keeps seeing some bonuses name pop up 
So I'm going to go with De'Aaron Fox. That's probably not the answer, but they'll at least knock out some West stuff for us. Yeah, so let me type in Fox. Okay. So he's under 6'3", under 24, not in the Pacific. So that leaves the Northwest and the uh, and the, is it Southwest. I can't remember the division. Yeah. yeah the um, let's, let's, uh, it's your pick, your pick. Sorry. Why is Karis LeVert a guard, not a guard forward? That's so weird how they list. Hmm. Who is younger than 24? Oh, um, I have, I, I'll throw one out. It's not going to be right, but it can knock out some stuff for us. I was going to say John Moran, but I know he's not number three. No, he's not. He's 10, 12. I thought he was like two. John Moran. Hang on. John Moran. Because he went two overall. No, he is 12. Wow. Okay. Swinging a mess. Um, How about DeJounte Murray? Southwest, yeah. Wow. Okay. So he's not in the Southwest. He's not in the Pacific, which means he's in Northwest. The Northwest. He's under 6'3, under 24. His newest number is three. What about Anthony Simons? That was what I was going to say for this last one. So let's, since you took my guess, you jerk. Let's just go well, with it. Well, I mean, okay, we went with it. He's not on Portland. Oh. He's, uh, we know he's younger than 22. He's shorter than six three, so so Northwest. It's the Timberwolves, the 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 Blazers, the Nuggets, the Jazz, and the Kings. Those are the team. No, not the Kings. Who's the, who's the fifth team? West Division NBA. I've already searched for this. Um, <laughs> the Northwest Division is the Jazz, Nuggets, Blazers, Wolves, Thunder. Fun, oh, fun, Thunder. Oh, because they used to be Seattle. That's got to be why. Yeah. Um, hmm. Who does Denver have? Is it Shea? No, I don't. I don't think he wears number three. Also, why does it have yellow for his age being 22, but then an arrow pointing down? You're either 22 or you're not. That is weird. Let's try Shea. Let's give it a shot. Nope. Wow, his, his jersey was two. Wow, okay. Okay, Shea is 6'6". Six, six? Damn. I didn't realize that. Um, okay, I've got one. How old one. is Anthony Edwards? No, I've got one. I don't think he wears number three, though. He wears number one, right? Yeah, I think he does. Uh, don't put him in. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just looking at Yeah, he's number one on his jersey. I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go with a guy that I really wanted to get today, but John had him. And he has the best name in the NBA, Bones Highland. Does he even play guard? Yeah, he plays. Oh, right. Oh, it is Bones Highland. (laughs) I didn't. I thought he played like forward. Wow. No, no, he's a point guard. I'm pretty sure. Oh, why the hell didn't the Knicks take him? He's been a point guard (laughs) since 1999. That would have been a good move. Why would you make a good move? Yeah, why would they want to do a good move? Uh So Bones Highland, 6'2", he's 21. He's a point guard. He's a combo guard, point guard, shooting guard. Wow. That's incredible. Well, 
a shorter episode this week, but um, eh, not much going on. I don't know. You can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Jared Russo, and he is at Jared Ross King. Um, you don't necessarily need to slide into our DMs, but if you want to ask a questions, just add us on Twitter. Um, maybe get a thread going. And yeah, sure. uh, yeah, there you go. There it is. It's not uh, not a lot going on. No, I mean the tournament. That's it. Pretty much. Pretty much. I got to figure out how to beat John. We all need to figure out how to beat John. I will. That's what's going to happen, though. He's been on his high horse for so long. Thinks he's so wicked smat. Think he's better than us. Professor John. He's about to be put in his place. Yeah, he better be. He better be. All right, bye. All right, bye, everyone.